What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Frequency Podcast. I'm your host, Frankie J. Lopez. Hope you're all doing well. Before we get into it, please follow the podcast page, allow for notifications, rate the podcast. Also, follow me on social media at Frequency Studios underscore on Instagram and at Frequency Studios on TikTok. Consistent content, including a few album reviews that don't make the podcast. It's halfway through the year, so it's time to run through my favorite albums that have come out thus far in 2023. An interesting year for sure. A bunch of fantastic projects, but honestly, not as many that have wowed me like last year at this point. Not to say there isn't some incredible stuff, but I really haven't found that handful of projects that I've been addicted to. Also kind of a down year for hip-hop, unfortunately. Hopefully the second half picks it up. Nevertheless, these are the albums that are the cream of the crop for me. I'll be hitting them in roughly chronological order, so sorry to those expecting a ranking. I just don't feel like doing that this year. I want to give these albums some more time to breathe, which has kind of been the theme of my year so far. Before getting into it, let me shout out some EPs. First off, Magdalena Bay's Mini Mix Volume 3, my intro to the indie synth and electro pop group, and I've been bumping Top Dog every day ever since. Genuinely, these two have so much personality and fire hooks. Please check this one out. We also got Kochi's EP, No One's Nice to Me. This one is just so off the wall, the production, the flow, the humor. It's chaotic in your face, and I love it. And lastly, we have Summer Walker's Clear 2 Soft Life, my favorite overall listen from April. Wish it was a full-length album. Front-to-back listen, the songwriting's impeccable, Summer's looking for peace, trying to be happy, Happy, discussing her struggles of love, loyalty, and simply the disadvantages of being a black woman. Also, before getting into the list, I want to mention Tyler the Creator's Estate Sale, which is a deluxe version of 2021's Call Me If You Get Lost. A fantastic batch of tracks added to an already stacked track list. As some of you may remember, Call Me If You Get Lost was my 2021 album of the year, and it got that much better with not only boastful moments like Dogtooth that continues the narrative of the OG album well, but also some personal moments like Sorry Not Sorry, where Tyler reveals even more of himself to the world. But that's enough of that. The moment you've all been waiting for let's get into the albums we've got about 14 here that i'd consider must listens from this year thus far ironically let's start with lil yachty's let's start here the january drop that surprised everyone pivoting to an entirely different world on the psychedelic rock project to kick off the year and he absolutely nailed it admittedly this project is reminiscent of influences like pink floyd but yachty brings a stylistic twist with his unique vocal approaches and topics next up we have paramore's this is why the band taking things into a post-punk direction playing with a ton of sounds while staying true to their pop punk origins Haley williams brings in some energetic vocal performances we get some topical songwriting hitting on things like war in the media nostalgia we also get some fantastic hooks on tracks like this is why i'm running out of time next up we have caroline polachek's desire i want to turn into you still my favorite pop album thus far this year we get the verse and eccentric vocal performances along with her ability to weave in different instrumental styles like synth pop latin music power pop while keeping the album aesthetic intact she takes a lot of sonic risks on here to pay off she gives us some passionate performances and for the most part it's a very engaging listen next up we have model actresses dog's body new york hardcore electronic noise rock band that is close to the top of my list for favorite drops this year the vocals just draw you in they're intense they're energetic they're kind of playful and even sexual with a perfect flowing track list that's every bit as abrasive and aggressive as it is incredible next up we have caliucci's red moon and venus top tier inclusion and what is shaping out to be a robust discography for caliucci's this album concept is crisp and clear as she dives into the various matters of love her performances are as sharp as ever Maybe not as much sonic versatility as she's shown in the past, but the quality is there. And I'd go as far as to say that her songwriting may have even improved from previous projects. Next, we have 10,000 Gex by 100 Gex. And I think this thing is incredible. Contender for album of the year here. I don't care what anyone says. Almost every track has something unique and special that makes it stand out. The group not only played with a collection of sounds from metal to punk to ska to electronic, but the erratic vocals and the absurd songwriting make this thing impossible to turn off from beginning to end. 
Next, we have Lana Del Rey's Did You Know That There's a Tunnel Under Ocean Boulevard? And there's a lot to love on this album. She impressively hits on a handful of emotional topics, talks a lot about herself and family, and she does it clearly and effortlessly with her emotions worn on her sleeve. All in all, just some incredible songwriting and vocal performances. And speaking of songwriting, next up we have Boy Genius's The Record, and all the styles of the individual members in this group just blend perfectly and seamlessly. Even the tracks that feel single-handed usually shine quite bright, and it fits well in the track list. And when all three of them are together on a track forget about it this thing's amazing next up we have scaring the hose jpeg mafia and danny brown insane project both their performances here are consistent memorable and unique along with the boundary pushing production that will not only pique your interest due to the samples but peggy's ability to keep the album sounding refreshing and diverse throughout but still having cohesion in his approach and although i found the production leaning more into peggy's comfort zone danny was clearly up for it a challenge and fit like a glove these guys blew expectations out of the water with this one next up we have live at bush hall black country new road an album that proved that Black Country New Road is here to stay even with Isaac Wood's departure. The live ambiance is incredible, the writing is as creative as it is intricate, the instrumentals are suspenseful, and we even get some of the catchiest hooks they've ever had on here. This band is not going anywhere and I love it. Next up we have Never Enough by Daniel Caesar. My favorite R&B project of the year thus far. The highs are just lovely and it's mostly due to his strong and angelic vocals on tracks like Valentina and Let Me Go. He has grand moments on here that are smooth and sensual especially on some of the ballads. Some of the songs writing moments may go flat but with his varied vocals and different flows it's hard not to enjoy this thing because Caesar goes above and beyond on these vocal performances for sure. Next up, we have Kara Jackson's debut album, Why Does the Earth Give Us People to Love? This album is simply mesmerizing. The storytelling is captivating with these widespread topics, whether it's relationships with men who don't treat her with respect, finding self-love, Jackson pondering mortality and questioning why we must live in love simply to die. And that's just the songwriting front. The instrumentals do a lot to drive this project, especially with half of these tracks lasting more than five minutes. There's obviously a big need to to fill in those spaces and the production does that well with these dreamlike pianos and guitars accented by subtleties including the chimes and vocal layers i just love her brutal honesty on this record along with plenty of creative vocal performances that show off a lot of personality it's just such a well-rounded album and honestly a huge album of the year contender as well next up we have that feels good jesse ware a masterclass in disco funk and pop not only bringing back that older style but making it sound refreshing with her songwriting and vocal performances infectious and engaging personality all over this thing so many fantastic hooks that'll get you moving groovy bass lines enticing brass where commanding your attention with her unshaken confidence fantastic energy speaking on the pleasures of human right chasing good vibes and even touching on deeper topics as well and then lastly one that came out relatively recently the lemon twigs everything harmony this is my introduction to the long island indie rock band and i was pleasantly surprised we got some beautifully poetic songs gorgeous vocal performances with lovely harmonies and instrumentals that range across indie pop and rock these guys are old souls and have a real knack for songwriting honestly a lot of these hooks sound like you can pluck them off a classic r&b record the cadences on the choruses are addicting. There are wonderful arrangements all over this thing. And it really is an album for anyone, whether you're looking for lighthearted jams or you want to be enthralled by the sonic and lyrical quality on here. So that's the end of the list. And before anyone mentions it, yes, there are a few June albums that would likely have made this list, but I didn't want to include them because I didn't finish the reviews just yet. But expect folks like the Foo Fighters, Feeble Little Horse, and King Cruel to make appearances on my year-end list. Let me know your thoughts. Did I miss any albums and my way off on the ones that I included here? DM me on Insta or TikTok and let me know. And until next time, I will see y'all later.